Good morning, everybody. This is Will, and you're listening to Two Man Congress. Okay, today we're going to continue our discussion on freedom of speech. The last two solo episodes I've talked on, I've focused on the freedom of speech. In the first one, I talked about the kind of content that receives the most protection. And in the second episode regarding freedom of speech, I talked about the location that receives certain kinds of protection. Well, today, I'm actually going to focus on what the government can do. So before, I was talking about what speech is protected, and this time I'm going to be focusing on what kind of restrictions the government can put into place. And a lot of this is actually going to be some review because we talked about some of the restrictions that the government can put into place when we talked about location, and we talked about some of the restrictions that the government can put in place when we talked about content. But we're going to review all that anyways, and we're going to go into time, manner, and place, which are the kinds of restrictions that the government can do as long as they fall within those time, manner, place, or TMP guidelines. Okay, so that's what we're going to focus on. As a bit of a review for the kind of content that receives the most protection, you have content-based speech, you have content-neutral speech, and then you have obscene material or criminal speech or libel. And obviously, those kinds of regulations that try and restrict content-based speech receive a high level of scrutiny, meaning those restrictions are not likely to pass through the court system at all and to be found constitutional. Content-neutral restrictions are a lot more lenient, however, because they don't target one group or another. And then obscene material, obviously free speech, does not really apply in these situations because it's harmful, offensive, and uh, could be quite damaging to those who consume that type of material. So let's talk a little bit about the locations. And you have four traditional forums, well, four kinds of forums. The first one is a traditional public forum. The second is a designated public forum. Then you have a limited public forum, and you have a non-public forum. So those kind of examples of those, a traditional public forum, are parks and sidewalks. Designated public forums are city auditoriums or buildings like a library. A limited public forum are places where the speech is kind of determined. For example, a school where the forum is designed to provide an education. And then non-public or private forums, non-public governmental agencies such as gels, and then private organizations such as personal businesses or platforms. So that's a little bit of review of what uh, kind of speech is protected in both the locations and the content. If you remember from the last episode, we talked about how the location is the first thing that the Supreme Court justices really look at when they're examining the restrictions that the city or the state or the federal government tried to use when they imposed a law. And that is true, but ultimately a lot of these time, manner, and place restrictions are going to be super intertwined, meaning we're going to examine time, manner, and place as a whole instead of independent from location or content because it examines it as a whole. So, for example, time. Say you have a permit 
to a park and the park closes at 11.30 p.m. And that's when your permit expires. That is an example of a time restriction that the government has a right to enforce because they want to make sure that you're not trespassing or causing damage to public property in the middle of the night. Manner makes sure that the content that you're using, well, that the restrictions that are out there are content neutral. So this makes sure that a permit to a park does not discriminate against one organization over another. Can't make sure it, it makes sure that a religious group just has much of an opportunity to use the park as a political group and so on and so forth. Place it actually talks about the place and that's going to be the traditional public forum or non-public forum and certain restrictions can be enforced depending on where the place or where the event is taking place. So for example, a park at a certain time with a certain permit, as long as it is non-discriminatory based off of the content and reasonable within the time, it may be seen as a uh, reasonable restriction on free speech. So if that all makes sense, you can see how so much of it is intertwined, where the place affects, affects the manner and the time affects the place, and they're all so intertwined that even though I've been talking about it as if they're exclusive from each other, they are, well, one and the same where you have to examine it holistically. So now what I'm going to do is I want to give an example of where time, manner, and place restrictions may be seen, seen as justified. And the way that I'm going to do this, I'm going to share a hypothetical from one of my constitutional law classes that I took when I was in my undergraduate to share an analysis of how this may be seen. All right, let's hop into it. One of the things that I've been doing in these Patreon ads is sharing how great it would be to be a patron. We have those three tiers, and uh, we're excited for uh, things that we impose on those tiers and uh, how people can be actively engaged. But I haven't really said thank you to those who support us and listen to us. And so that's something that I want to do now. Just thanks. Thanks for all that you do. Thanks for your feedback, and thanks for your guidance, and uh, all the helpful comments that you give us to help us to improve. Uh, it, it's useful, and we appreciate every single bit of it. For those who uh, are just new or want to support us in any way that you can, you can find us on Patreon and give us some support there. If you like what we're saying, if you like what we're sharing, and then this support helps us to know that. It's a great community. It's a great way for you to become involved. And so you can go to patreon.com slash Congress, And Congress is spelled out T-W-O-M-A-N-C-O-N-G-R-E-S-S. And go ahead, join a tier, and support us in any way that you can, we, you can. And we'll be happy to contribute in any other way that we can. This is a hypothetical case. So there is no actual answer that has been given, provided this case, and it's not a real situation. 
but we will be using real cases in providing our analysis. So that's something to look forward to is we will talk about Shemp or Texas v. Johnson or McCollum versus Coakley to determine whether or not these restrictions are constitutional. With that said, let's discuss this hypothetical case. So in Oregon in 2003, during the war in Iraq, there was a group of college students who were very unhappy with how the war was going. And they decided to gather in the public park uh, at a certain time and to protest all day and into the evening. Now this particular park required that a permit be obtained so that you can protest during that specific time. And all permits were to expire by 11.30 p.m. And the protesters were to vacate the park at that time. However, the college students, they gathered together to protest. And they marched all day and they marched into the night. And they chanted and they held up banners. And they had some symbolic oils there, oil barrels full of oil so that they could... uh, express their distaste with how the uh, government was handling the war in Iraq. And 11.30 came and went, and the police arrived and told them to vacate the premises. And they refused, and they continued to march until midnight. And then at that point, the leader stood up on a podium, shouted some things that uh, may be harmful for the U.S. government to hear. Uh, Nothing too crazy, just condemning the actions. And then he kicked over the barrels of oil, which were just colored water, water filled with dye, which then stained several of the trees, the grass, and several park benches and tables. So the police took him, the leader, and several others into questioning, and the leader then demanded or argued that his First Amendment rights were violated because of his arrest. So what do you think? Do you think his amendment rights were violated, or do you think these are proper time, manner, and place uh, restrictions that were provided by the city? Well, if we remember from McCollin versus Coakley, and that uh, traditionally public forums, such as sidewalks or parks, uh, receive a high level of scrutinization. So we need to look at the location here to see how Uh, much protection of free speech this location receives. And we see here that time actually plays an important role because at 11.30, this traditionally public forum actually becomes a protected, uh, limited public forum in the sense where some restrictions may be in place to protect the property, just like you may have some restrictions at a national park to protect the national parks. And so the leader in this case ended up violating the time and ultimately the location of this usually traditionally public forum. Okay, so let's talk about the content that was being uh, given. Was there any discrimination against this leader's content or what he was saying about the war? And the answer would be no. Uh, All organizations were given the exact same opportunity to uh, gather. If they had a large gathering, they needed to have a permit. No uh, organization was restricted in that sense. All organizations had to leave the premises by 1130. And so 
having this restriction based off a of manner uh, was not a violation based off of content because it was a content neutral restriction. Okay, and we had already talked about time, but we had already talked about, and so let's talk about the expression that was given. In Texas, for, uh, in Texas versus Johnson, we discussed the flag burning and whether or not flag burning was a symbolic form of speech that was protected. And in that case, the Supreme Court said, yes, it was. But the reason why it was protected is because it wasn't harming other things or the property that the expression was being conducted on. And the same thing with Shemp. The reason why that was a violation is because it happened on governmental premises. But in Texas v. Johnson, that was a constitutional form of expression. But here, in this case, we see that the oil actually caused a lot of damage. The colored water caused a lot of damage to trees, the grass, and, well, just the park in general. And so the cops, in this case, there is a very justifiable reason for why he was taken into arrest and why this wouldn't have been a violation of his First Amendment rights. Like I said in the beginning, this is a hypothetical case. There is no right or wrong answer. The reason why I'm sharing this is to see how time, manner, and place restrictions can actually play a role in how these cases can be considered constitutional. So what does all of this mean for you, this hypo hypothetical case and this information about time, manner, and place and what kind of speech is protected and what kind of speech is not protected? Well, it's all important because you need to know what you can and can't say and where you can and can't say those kinds of things. Ultimately, what we learn from all of this information is that free speech is not always free speech. There are times when the government can and will put restrictions on free speech and it's completely seen as constitutional because you can't just be expected to run around somebody's house or somebody's company uh, screaming things, swearing at the top of their lungs because you, you can't just allow everything like that. It, it becomes harmful and uh, unhelpful. So there are times when the government can put these restrictions on. The important thing to realize is that free speech is still heavily, heavily protected. If you're in a traditionally public forum, like a park or in a sidewalk, the Supreme Court has shot down many regulations concerning uh, regulating the freedom of speech. So it's important to know this information because you can protest things that you don't like in a constitutional way, and you can protest things you don't like in an unconstitutional way. So it's important to know which ways are constitutional and which ways are not constitutional, in which ways the government can constitutionally regulate that speech, in which ways the government can constitutionally, well, unconstitutionally regulate that speech. And if those things are taken into account, you can petition in a very successful way without having to worry about being arrested or breaking the law, but still getting your voice out there and ensuring that proper change can be made. 
please leave us a like and a comment and rate us so that we can know how we are doing and what we can do. And feel free to give us ideas on what you want us to talk about. We're excited for what we have uh, ready for you in our next episode because it's our 10th episode, so we're going to do something um, big and exciting to kind of celebrate. But we look forward to next week and hope that you guys do too. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Law Schoolers. Before I let you go, there are four things I want to say. The first thing is if you enjoyed these episodes and if you enjoyed the website, I would invite you to go and join Law Schoolers Pro. And you can do that by going to lawschoolers.com slash join. It's a way for you to support us, but there's also a lot of features there that I think you will enjoy. Second thing is that nearly all of our episodes are unedited. The only ones that aren't are pre-law materials. And the reason for that is so you can actually see the legal material in its raw form as I'm learning it as well. The third thing is that the information contained in these episodes are specifically only for educational purposes. They're not to be used as legal advice. And with that, the fourth thing is if it is used as legal advice, we are not liable. That is, law schoolers is not liable for any legal outcomes. Thank you again for enjoying the show. Have a good one.